Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, and bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to the Align Podcast. It's been a little while. This is Allie. Hello, guys. This is Jess. I know it's been forever. No. I haven't even seen your face in person in like a month. Probably longer. I think it's been longer. Oh it's been longer because I went to Greece and then you were preparing your yoga studio. And so we still haven't seen each other. We were supposed to see each other on Sunday and then that fell through and I literally fell through. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. It's like, it's just been such a huge shift over the last few months, you know? Mm-hmm. So many, so much shifting. Well, lots of good things though too, right? I know it could be stressful when we're um, calling in new projects and and making them um, like for me personally, it's like shifts in my my personal health, shifts in um, you know spending time with my family and like almost kind of. A, I feel like I unplugged a little bit, which was mm-hmm. really nice. Um, and then you're creating all this new energy in the yoga studio in Topanga, and so it's been a lot, but it's lots of great things that are in the works and things that are coming out. But at the same time, like, I don't know about you. I know, I know you have a lot going on with um, everything that's happening in the yoga studio, but I'm like rethinking my whole calendar for the last quarter of the year. Mm. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think that we're being invited right now to rethink many things, mm-hmm. you know, about like how, how we've been operating, of course, um, leading up to this point and, how we sort of settle into the uncertainty of everything that's happening and like really just create a container that's comfortable, you know, for us. And, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I mean, I, I have eight people in my mentorship right now that's started and it's like, that's going to go through November, but I'm not going to bring on more this threat, like for the rest of the year, you know, and just kind of take that time to just, I think, integrate. Absolutely. That's, I was getting the same call because I'm restarting mine in September. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to have a full load this time because I'm trying to rethink the last quarter of my year as far as my health and just trying to make um, new plans for how I schedule my day. Because prior to, prior to um, us going to Greece, I was getting a lot of downloads about really bringing in like a trainer and really anchoring into the physical body and taking care of my health. And then of course I had some health stuff that came up that um, I'm going to be taking care of the rest of the year, but it made me realize like, wow, I put my work like as priority versus my health. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so when I went to Greece, it allowed me to like really unplug from everything. And I kept getting that that message from the spirit world was like, your experiences that you have in the physical world is what like enriches your like your communication with the spirit world. And I forget that sometimes because I'm just like, I love like reading and I love taking classes and I love teaching and I love, you know, sharing space with others. Um, and I've been doing it very consistently since 20. Um, 17, 2018. And even when I think I'm taking a break, I'm really not taking a break. I mean, you, you see what I do. I, I, I'm like, oh, I'm taking a month off and then I'll sign it for like 16 classes. Right. Um, and so when I was in Greece, I was like, I'm literally unplugging from everything. And I, I did feel this really big major shift in my energy, but not only that, I feel like I closed a huge cycle while I was there. There was this past life scenario that was coming through, and I'll have to share more about that later because there's just so much stuff that I'm still like processing from that trip. But um, coming back home, I was like, Allie, you know that Paul has been trying to get me to go to the gym with him for what, like two years? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I hate gyms. I hate it. And and I know that my guides were working through him, but I was in such resistance. And then, um, you know, coming back from Greece, I just felt this new energy that I haven't had in a really, really long time where I'm like, oh, I want to lift weights and I want to, you know, um, start going to the gym three to four days a week. And I want to start integrating, you know, this in my life and picking up new hobbies. And it's so, it feels really good because I haven't had this and it's been like four years where I've wanted, where I have this much energy. Um, and so coming in and landing back on my feet here in the fast-paced world of the United States because it's much slower in Greece, wow. And that was a big lesson that I received there too was like just slow down. There's no rush to do anything. You know, going out to eat in Greece, it was like everything took three hours. And you know us here, we're like, hurry up, give me the bill. We're on to the next thing. I have another appointment. I got to go. Like, And so it just really taught me to just really be present, especially with my children, um, with my husband, with myself. And so coming back, I was like, I need to rethink my entire schedule going into the end of the year. I need to make my health my priority first and then book my sessions. And so I told myself, like, I'm going to make sure I work out in the morning then I'm going to book my sessions with my clients. So that was kind of like my mentality coming back. But then sitting the last week or so, I'm like, actually, I think I'm going to keep my calendar pretty quiet till the end of the year and see what I want to do in January. And so I actually closed my private mentorships because I was like, nope, I just need to focus on the people that are already signed up and wrap up the women who I currently am holding space for and see how I feel at the end of the year. That's my goal, to unplug and just to be very, very present and to um, create routines with my physical body. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's so huge because I, <clears throat> I noticed that I've, it's interesting because I've always been so good about prioritizing my health and prioritizing my physical body because I've had to. Like I hadn't, it's been like, years of being on this health journey that I just, I couldn't operate if I didn't do it that way. But then, you know, like last year and then kind of getting thrown into things opening up this year and work picking up and everything. It, I have really realized that I haven't been as present with my body. And usually it's like every morning I'm moving of some sort, yoga, you know, Pilates, whatever it is, or running. And I just haven't been, and I've been pushing it back into the end of the evening 
which is not working, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's like, but it's why it's really amazing how easy it is to get caught in the looping of the present like the present energy here, especially in LA, I've noticed because when I lived in St. Louis, it wasn't as um, intense, but, and I've always like, I've always traveled, like I'm a Sag Moon. So it's like, I, for me, travel and like what you did in Greece, that disconnect is how I reset and how I come back to into alignment, you know? And so that, because it's truly a complete reset, you know, and, and feeling the movement of like the slower life, which is so, so much healthier for all of us, you know, and that's why people live longer there, I think, truly as well. Oh my God, I know. Uh, yeah, but it's like I haven't traveled abroad in almost two years. And so I'm used to going like every few months going abroad somewhere or like detaching enough where I can like really disconnect from my current like structure, but I haven't. So I've realized like I am, I was looping. I still am. I'm like looping through like what I'm doing here. And it's, I need to, I need to get out of that, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's so easy to get caught up in what, in the to-do list and to think that the things that are on that are right away, you know, like even responding to emails, sometimes I'm like, this isn't, this isn't a necessary, like right away, you know, this is kind of like, all right, I'm going to get to that when I can, you know, but that pressure, it's easy to let that pressure sort of seep in and like hook in and create dis-ease, you know? Oh, it's so true. Actually, um, one of the women I mentor with, um, she talks about this quite a bit. And I love her approach to it. And she's like, I don't answer emails. I love Instagram and I love my DMs. If you want to get a hold of me, message me there. And she's very successful. And I'm like, I love that. She's creating her own boundary of, of what her schedule is or how you can contact her. And she doesn't flex from it. She's like, I cannot stand emails, but I love DMs on Instagram. And I I love that about her because that's just the place that brings her joy. You know, some people, they find it through like, what is it, like TikTok or like whatever these things are. She finds her joy through that platform. So she just puts all her energy into that one platform. And we can kind of forget that because we're like, oh, we feel like we have to be at all places at all times, especially being an entrepreneur and like all the things. And so I love that you just said like, you know, I don't really need to get to that right now because it's true, especially if it's not lighting you up. Yeah, that was another thing too. I was like, what's lighting me up right now? And, you know, being in Greece, I was like, being here with my kids is lighting me up. And I thought I was very present prior and it made me realize like, holy crap, I have not been present for quite some time because I've been so engulfed in my work and my clients. And again, you all know how much I love this work. I love it so much, but I was realizing like, oh, wow, I've been really, really enjoying my time with my family. Like I haven't really talked to a lot of people because I'm just like, let me be here. They're getting ready to go back to school. Paul and I were just talking last night because he went to um, the desert and um, I was going to go with him. The kids were going to go. But as things as things happen, um, we got all these emails for the kids to register for school and things that need to be done, you know, by the end of the week. And then I'm having surgery um, on my um, my jaw on Friday, and so I'm like, oh, I can't go anywhere. What am I doing? Just stay here. But Paul was like, oh, I'm gonna be really bummed because we've been having this like this really nice flow of hanging out with the kids, and we've created these workout routines together, and we've been doing like a lot of activities together. Like, you guys, I picked up golfing. <laughs> what the heck? And I love it. And so we've been doing like really fun things together. 
And so he was like, oh, I'm going to miss you guys. And I was like, I know. And they're going back to school next week, and which is so wild to me that the summer has already come and gone. Um, but yeah, I'm like, oh. I don't know. So I'm rethinking. I got I I haven't I haven't set anything in stone yet, but I do know that I closed down my private mentorships and um and all the things and I have to see how I want to see my my private clients too because right now I see people about 4 days a week um on my own time and I usually limit the amount of clients that I'll see in one day. But I think I'm going to condense it down to maybe two and a half days a week and just be okay with it. And just yeah. trust that who I work with is exactly who I'm meant to work with. And I don't want to overexert myself while I'm trying to figure out these new routines in my physical body. Because my 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 chart is showing me that I have about two and a half years of this very exciting stuff happening in my house of health. So I want to be on top of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's definitely um, – we're shifting a lot, you know, a lot of um, – a lot of like – you know, being called to where we're, we're being called to, you know, to our own work, you know, of course, but then also the, the collective work. And, um, you know, it's interesting too, because we're both at such different phases in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. and for me, I'm like, you know, single and the only source of income for myself. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is, I'm like navigating a rebirth in so many ways because I was married before. And now I'm not, you know, so like even on my days where I have, where I feel burnt out, I like, I still have to kind of keep going, you know? So that's really interesting to find my own like power center and how I operate from that place. But I have to be very particular about what I do and how I do it because as a manifesting generator, I can't be doing the things that aren't lining up, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I notice like, if I'm doing the things that light me up, which is working with my clients and, you know, like having those deep, like those deep intensive healings, like I'm doing and working on their framework and stuff like that. It's, it's so fulfilling and nourishing for my soul, but like the stuff I don't like to do the tedious, like emailing and then, you know, all just all the behind the scenes stuff. That I'm like, Okay. Maybe I just see more people and hire an assistant. I don't know, you know, but it's just, it's really interesting to see how, yeah, to see how we're called to, to like almost like pause and re recalibrate, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, and I think that, I think that everyone's kind of being called to that too. There's so much like a, a collective pressure to make decisions, make decisions, make decisions. And like, you know, um, push and, and sort of, it's like that fire energy, you know, especially like with the, I'm not going to say the word, but cause I, I don't trust that we're not being censored at some point, but you know, like with, you know, the, the V word and the pressure of that. And like, there's so much heat, but it's like, wait, can we just pause for a moment and like really tune into what feels right, you know, and then operate from that place rather than like, sort of like, going, going, going and feeling the pressure and, and people kind of like throwing their opinions around. It's like, Oh, there's time, you know, Mm -hmm. there's time, which is, I think something we've lost sight of because it's not, it's just that collective general anxiety that's kind of in the air, you know, that's making us think that we don't, but actually we do, you know? Oh yeah. I know. I know. I was just reading some articles this morning about all of these things and, um, and, you know, had, had some interesting conversations, um, 
or in all, or listening to interesting conversations and it is creating this this split in energy that is very very interesting to me um because it comes from our perspective of you know each of us we have an individual choice to choose what feels good to us in our heart space and i see and i feel that getting ripped away in so many ways and so for those of us who may feel like not in their power i think it's really sad to see how um how much friction or um disease it's causing you know within families and within friendships and within work environments and to me i'm like ooh wow this is the split that the guides yeah. were showing us last year remember that yeah it's wild because it's gosh i so feel you i remember i mean we, oh, we need there's to go a back. lot of things we didn't share no, I'm like, and I look back and I go, no. man, you know, there was a lot of information that we channeled last year that Allie and I kept with each other, or we we shared it with people that um, who are in this work and who were, were pretty much receiving, you know, similar downloads at some capacity. And a lot of it we didn't share because, let's be honest, it sounded like this is, there's no way that this could happen. Like there's no way that these things could be happening. (laughs) And yeah. And now I'm like watching it play out over the last year and a half. And I'm like, this is a trip. I feel like I'm in a weird sci-fi movie. (laughs) Because I remember talking like literally right at the beginning of the, you know, the pandemic of, of when COVID like back, like March, 2020. And I remember we were like vaccine passports, like mandated vax. Oh shoot. I'm saying the word mandated bees, um, you know, the, um, chips, microchips, chipping, uh, all these things. And I was like, okay, that feels like a three year time timeline, you know, maybe like longer with, uh, with just like the shift. I was, I was following Pluto and Uranus, of course, excuse me, I'm burping. So it must be moving energy, (laughs) but, um, watching that timeline condense and fast forward is blowing my mind. I'm like, wow, things are moving very quickly, you know? Yeah. And um, I mean, there was so much stuff that we were seeing. I mean, if I look back at my journals or a lot of my voice recording, if I were to go back and listen, I remember just being like, oh, no, 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 no. Because clients would ask me, right? And so then I would tune in that way. But then I was also getting messages because I was plugged into the collective consciousness because we were doing a lot of healing within the collective and within the collective grid and all this stuff. And I've since moved out of that energy entering into this new year for myself because I was guided to. Um, But it was playing out pretty quickly. It felt like timelines were collapsing very quickly. So if, yes, if you think of like the collective thought, that shifts the timeline. So totally. if, if, you know, the majority of the timeline, or I'm sorry, the collective is in this fearful environment that expands that fear. And so I think that that's what people don't fully understand is how powerful your thoughts yeah. and intentions are, whether they're from a place of fear or from a place of love and embrace and compassion. It's powerful. It is so, so powerful. And so you, we can put a lot of energy, um, um, ex, like external because we're always seeking answers outside of ourselves. I mean, that's just the truth. 
But I think moving into this year, and you and I said it, the the word of the year is sovereignty. Sovereignty. It, that yep. is the word and discernment. I mean, it was like that came in so loud and clear at the end of the year and entering the beginning of the year. And I'm like, I've yeah, like I've been sharing with Allie. I'm like, I've unplugged from a lot of stuff. I've, I've, I haven't tuned into a lot of what people are sharing in energy reports. A lot of it hasn't even felt aligned to be completely honest with you, but I think it's because I've unplugged from that frequency and I've allowed myself to be in my own energy, connecting with my higher self, connecting with my guides, my ancestors, and asking like everything that I'm bringing in, but is this for me? How does this information feel for me? Is it aligned for me? Because just because this person is experiencing this in their field, does that mean I have to be experiencing the same reality in my field? And so it's been interesting to kind of watch things kind of play out almost in slow motion, but in fact, it's speeding up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, oh. holy crap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because it's like, I don't think that people realize fear operates as a virus. Mm-hmm. And I think some people, of course, do, but it's like this, the fear, the virus of fear um, is it spreads so rapidly. And that's why we've seen civilizations. That's why as a planet, um, we've seen so much pain and suffering and the dismantling of this, this old world, which is what we're doing. It's bringing that fear to the surface. And people are like, I can't believe what's happening in the world. And I'm like, listen, this has always been happening. This frequency and these things have always been operating in this way. However, now it's just open, exposed, thanks to Pluto, of course, and Uranus and um, these Saturn and Uranus squares, which have been bringing a lot of this to the surface and squaring it and sort of like pushing it up. Um, but this is this is the framework of the old paradigm, of the old world, of of these civilizations, which is which have used propaganda and fear tactics to keep people small and in line yeah, for centuries. And so we look at the Roman empire and we look at what they did and even, you know, the Vikings and, and humans, which have utilized these different modalities in order to make people fall in line to create order, quote unquote, which um, strips us of our power and our sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And so this time it's a collective effort to refocus and redesign what collective consciousnesses, you know? And so when we look at collective consciousness, it's not a blank slate. This is right for everyone. It is the accessing of all of our own individual sovereign power and then uniting from that frequency. It's not like a blank slate, like, Hey, this mandate is right for every single person on the planet. Cause that's just not realistic, mm-hmm. you know? And it's more about, Hey, let's tune into my truth, my sense of power. Let's work through this density. And then how can I serve mm-hmm. myself and the collective in a way that's most empowered, you know? Mm-hmm. And so this shift is very uncomfortable because it's bringing to the surface, the, I mean, the, the tactics that especially the Western world has used for thousands of years in order to make us, keep us in boxes. And it's funny because like, I'm seeing, I don't, you know, neither neither of us watch the news or TV, but, and I don't even have one, but it's like, I was somewhere yesterday where the news was on and I was like, I cannot believe what they're pumping into the Mm -hmm. energy. 
And I also am very shocked that people don't acknowledge or recognize that the same tactics that are being used now have been used for hundreds of years, <laughs> like yeah. you know, the propaganda and stuff. I'm like, wow, that that's fear. It's a it's the utilization of the fear frequency, mm-hmm. which is one of the greatest tools for warfare, I'll tell you what, you know? And so it's very, very interesting to see this play out. Um and I I I know we're gonna be fine, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like it's gonna be a little, you know, a little uncomfortable. Uh, but I feel you on the unplugging of the of the collective energy because I've had to do that as well while focusing on the studio and my work because I like I haven't been writing as many posts about like astrology because it's just you know it's just a lot like it's a lot of information to pull through your body and to take Mm -hmm. in you kind of have to like once again discernment you know about what where where my work is best aligned and right now I feel like it's with my clients Mm -hmm. you know myself, my own personal health. So I completely feel you. And there's so much pressure to be like on Instagram all the time. The algorithm will hate you. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. know. And that was another thing that came through very strongly was like, it's, you know, this illusion um, that we have created to be seen and to be heard and to be valued. And I was just like, man, when I was in Greece, I was like, holy man, I was just getting so much clear, like information for myself of like, these are the things were like you know that that how I've been viewing myself through the lens of my work and and um uh, how do I want to word this? As much as I don't over exert myself in the energy of Instagram, because you and I talk about this all the time, I'm like I don't like posting unless I feel inspired to post, right? But there's still they were showing me that there's still this vibration of I want people to see it. Well, the truth is, is I need to trust that I'm already seen and I'm already loved. And so there was a lot of, it was going back to self again, going back to self. And so, um, so also shifting that as well as I'm like, you know what? I was like posting a lot about my work and you know what I'm doing right now? I'm posting a lot about what I'm doing in this moment, only in this moment, right? I'm hanging out with my kids in this moment. That's my reality. And, um, and again, also getting the download of, what's for me is for me. And if I'm not seeing my truth and what's being like uh, shared or expanded throughout like all these energy reports, then maybe I should be mindful about how I'm projecting my feelings or my experiences or my quote unquote pains, because that's also put pumping that into the collective. And I was like, oh my God, that's a good point. Right. Um, And so I've like, I've literally had set that intention. Let me just be in my own energy. What does that feel like for me in this moment? And so, you know, um, Allie and I have been talking and I'm like, it's so weird. I just, I feel like I'm not connected to any of that. I'm not can, I don't, it's, a, it's a very strange feeling because when you've been plugged in for, for something for four years and it's just pumping through your energy field and you're just getting all these downloads and all this information and all these potential, you know, things that are coming in to the field for not only myself, but for my clients as individuals, but then the collective and then to be like, you know what? I'm going to go on some spiritual maintenance. Let me tell you something. I have never felt so good in my body. It's been insane. And so again, I'm just like, okay, let me just trust what I'm receiving in that. And let, let me be in my own energy and my own health. I don't want to be programmed by what people are, especially because there's so much like here and there on both sides of, you know, you know, whether you get jabbed or whether you're not. 
if it's your fault or if it isn't, I'm just like, holy smokes. Yeah. Like we have to remember that we are individuals and we each have our own like gene makeup. And I don't know if the person next to me has a compromised, compromised immune system. So who am I to judge if this person decides not to do it? She do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, but I also am like, for those of you who need to or want to, good for you. Let's not judge one another. We don't know what's going on in other people's lives. Like we just don't, you know? And so that's been interesting too, is just being able to, you know, kind of sit sit back and listen to those conversations. And and I'm like, wow, wow. It's insane. Isn't it interesting too, when you're like, when you feel like you're sort of unplugged from the fear, you can see it with clarity mm-hmm. because that's the thing. And that's like, and I think that's why you and I too are like, okay, let's really hone in on like what's here right now. Our work, our one-on-one work with clients, which both, both of us work within the framework of accessing your sovereignty, your power and your innate gifts. And healing you yourself. Know? And healing yourself, like mm-hmm. clicking back into your power centers so you can access everything that's already there. Like there's nothing that's really needed outside of you, you know? Mm-hmm. So except for like, you know, we're relational beings. So of course, like being around loved ones, like that's all a huge part of being human, excuse me. But it's also like, as far as the deep healing work, the transformation lies there. And so when you pull back from the collective, like sort of fear, and I almost feel like I've, I had my hands in so many different places trying to channel and convey what I was seeing with, you know, astrology even. And it's like, okay, I can, I can click into that and maybe write some, something up, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but pulling out of it and then you see things for what they are. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating because it's like, wow, this is a personal choice, of course, you know, and, but you can see things for like how they're sort of spinning it and how they're making it and like the kind of agendas that are at play and everything. And I think if there was more of this sacred pause and more of this acknowledgement of, you know, just empathy for mm-hmm. and compassion for other humans, we wouldn't really be in this. But at the same time, like this sort of discord and this sort of um, this chaos is really the catalyst for this, this ascension process that we're having on this planet, you know? So well, and I wonder if that's more of the overwhelm too, if you think about, so not only are we seeing more play out in mm-hmm. our exterior world, we're like, how could this be happening? But we're also seeing more and feeling more yes. with our intuitive bodies. And a lot of us are, 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 you know, are overwhelmed by it because maybe they don't understand why it's coming in so strong. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, everything's amplified. Amplified, you know, exactly. and um, but again, you know, being in your own power and then understanding that, you know, you can be an empowered empath or an empowered intuitive, and you don't have to take on everything. You don't have to. Now, don't get me wrong; it's 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 a challenge sometimes if you are somebody who feels so much, but you have to like be able to figure out um, what it is that you need to be in your own energy, and that's you know just collecting those tools in your toolbox, right? But, um, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Like it's been, it's been an interesting since coming back from Greece. Cause I'm like, wow, it is so like when I was there before we even arrived, I was getting the messages from people, be careful, you know, all the, all the things, <laughs> which I know comes from a, a very, like the intention is it's, you know, people are just worried and I, I get it like, okay. But when you, when we get there, it's just, it goes to show you 
um, how the frequency of, of the news, if you can take it as information and then kind of digest it and take, okay, again, does this feel aligned to me? Is mm-hmm. this my truth? Um, you know, all, all of these things, or is I'm just, am I just going to believe everything that I'm seeing, reading, hearing? Um, and it's going to be my experience, right? And so when I went to Greece, I was told so many things about what to expect when I got there from people who haven't even been there. My first trip. I know, right? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. And we arrived, again, we're prepared, you know, open for anything, like whatever, not in fear, Definitely not in fear, but with the awareness of, you know, um, obviously we want to make sure we're healthy and like all of the things. And and we got there and it was nothing like what the news was talking about. Right. And so I think that that goes back to how we're being shown things to keep us small. And I'm telling you, like, we're not meant to be these small beings right now. Like, spirit comes through and is like, release. Like, the biggest thing that they always say is release the fear and the judgment immediately. As you have to work on those um, limiting beliefs in order for you to expand and for you, in order for you to, to heal yourself and to bring that healing frequency through your body, especially with so you know so much so many people getting sick right now, right? And so being able to work through those limiting beliefs um, at some capacity and obviously bring in a healthy diet and exercise and get outside and like all of these things. So it's not just like a one a one pill that's going to fix everything for everyone. We have to find those things as an individual, right? Yeah. But I think that's what's really disappointing too is that we're not talking about that. We're not talking about how we can like raise our immune systems and make ourselves feel better. Right. We don't hear any of that except for from the truth seekers who are like, you know, and they're getting nailed hard oh talking about holistic care. Well, they're getting shut down. It's actually really I, scary. It is, that's the, that's one of the scary things is because there's no room for, there's no room for free thought and there's no mm-hmm. room for free expression and they're getting censored and it's getting worse. And I mean, I have a friend that within three hours of posting about an alternative medicine that cured her of COVID, saved her life. Um, her account was Instagram, took all the stories down and then told her if she, she's she's threatened, if she mentions COVID, she gets her entire account taken down, 70,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And so that's scary. <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just very interesting. And I just think that we should be able to take the information and, and do what feels good to us, you know? And so for me, I just feel like, well, for me, I see a lot of it in my feed because that's what I call in. I want to know what what can I bring into my body? That's going to actually raise my, my vibration. That's going to help me have a better immune system. And don't get me wrong. I'm no freaking like, sis loves to have something sweet and like all that stuff. (laughs) But like for the most part, you know, I'm like bringing in things that are going to raise my vibration. Right. But I mean, I don't even know if I could share this right now. Maybe I won't. We'll talk about it. Maybe we'll do it on another podcast because I should probably get permission from my friend. But um, I, I was sent some interesting videos um, that she had taken of a friend of hers that scared the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. But um, I was just like, wow, how come we're not seeing this? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, again, if you go back to some, I saw something posted today. And again, 
you do what you do. You don't what you don't. Like it's none of my business. Totally. It's up to the individual. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you what not to do, right? Um, but I was I was reading something today and it was like, you know, talking about how there have oh – God, it's just like so annoying. It's like something somebody made on Canva too about how there have been zero side effects. <laughs> I'm like – no. Zero? Do you really believe in your heart of hearts that there has been zero? That's a hard statement. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of, that's like a that's to me is like whoa. Yeah. But there is the you think of the consciousness and how we can be so blocked. And I, listen, I would have probably had the same thought process like seven years ago because I was scared out of my mind to get anything the flu, the this, the that, whatever. Right. Um, but that to me, I'm like wow you don't think that people are being affected at all? Not even a little bit by this like magic experience that we can, you know, that we can put into our body? Yeah. And again, you can do it. You don't have to do it. I'm I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I'm just like, open your heart and your mind to that. Like, do you really believe that? Like, (laughs) right. No. That to me is where I'm like, okay, 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 okay. But again, this is for me. This is for where, how I'm making decisions in my own personal experience. It's not for me to sway you to yours or saying what, what your decision's bad and mine's good. It's just I'm going back to my heart space and going, how does, does this feel aligned to me? Or am I just going to believe something that somebody posted on Instagram? And if, if we look at like – because I always look at, okay, where can I find more compassion? Because I think that mm-hmm. there's always extra space for that you Absolutely. Know, in our being. And so when I go to like the deepest root of compassion – and I look at the suffering that's occurring on the planet because I do believe the Delta variant is like, is, um, is significant, you know? Mm-hmm. And I look at how we manage that. And I really tune into like what feels aligned with that. And I think it, it always goes back to allowing people to have the choice that is most aligned with their frequency, their vibration, with their truth. Mm-hmm. And- you know, that it is their body. And I think when we start to have our medical freedom being taken away, it gets, it gets to a very, it gets, this is a slippery slope. And um, so we can look at it, you know, in a very small sort of like narrow lens and say, well, this is what's right right now. But when, when we start giving away our freedoms, we don't get our freedoms back. It doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. It's like big government. It doesn't work like that. And so it's just very interesting to see that. And you're right. Like I, um, I think, you know, the bigger, there's a lot of different layers to this, but I think one of the big conversations, conversations that we should be having that I don't hear enough of and where I like see so much of my work going is our relationship with grief, our relationship mm-hmm. with fear loss, like why it's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is okay that it's uncomfortable, of course, but Let's let's think about that and like let's dive into it a little bit and let's really work through the layers of loss because I think at the end of the day that's what we're all being faced with is loss and survival you know um, the survival which our survival framework gets activated in our root and it goes back to it goes into fear because it's like if we you know are faced with this this virus which is being you know, like pumped into our systems constantly, you know, that all the people that are dying and everything, when we tune into that, 
um, and we tune into the loss, like the survival framework around that, it does, it does activate our younger parts that are afraid to die and are afraid to lose the people we love. And so, but at the end of the day, we cannot allow our inner child to run the show, you mm-hmm. know, we can't allow those fears to dictate, um, our freedoms, our sovereignty, you know? Um, so it's, yeah, it's really interesting, but I think you, you nailed it, Joss. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's going to be see how interesting to see how the next, I just keep getting six months. Um, there's going to be a quite a big turning point in six months that I don't know what that looks like, what exactly it means. But I think the, you know, the next, like the holidays, as we move through the holidays and everything, there'll be some, you know, pretty significant shifts. So um, we'll just see, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially I'm getting this um, pretty big vibration around December. Yeah. Um, and I love that you are sharing um, how you're like, oh, I don't even know what the astrology, because I've talked to a, um, a couple of my astrology friends who have felt the same way, that they yeah. feel like for whatever reason, they needed to unplug from that and just be. Yeah. And just, just be. Um, and which I thought was really interesting too. I was like, oh, you're also feeling, you're also feeling that as well. So I wonder what that's all about, but, um, but yeah, I mean, can you believe we're ending? I mean, we're literally entering the last quarter of the year. Yeah. Oh, Jessica. I haven't seen you in over a month. No, but I'm like literally going to drive down tomorrow just to see. I mean, this is insane. It's insane. And we have just been like, um, the couple times that we've tried to connect, just things have happened. Life has happened and and well, it's I've been stuck in this Topanga bubble, which I mean, no, no, no. But but also, you're like creating something wonderful. You're creating this beautiful healing experience in in Topanga, and so. Um, but it's just it's been so funny because we're like we're usually like attached at the hip, you know, and um, and I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, but obviously, like I, you know, you're always with me. Energetically. I know that's the funny thing too. I'm like, oh, we're always connected anyway. But it's, um. It is funny. And I miss my Arlo friend. Well, that's the real thing. I think he misses you so much. And I was talking to him this morning and I was like, I mentioned your name. He like whipped his head around and looked at, looked at me straight in the eyes. And he was like, cause he's been, you know, I've, yeah, we're, you know, opening the, we opened the studio. And so I had to be really like physically present for the first few weeks because I had to like train all the teachers on the systems and stuff. And, and, you know, as a Sag moon, I'm just like, get me out of here because it's yeah. like a place for too long. But of course it's like heaven here. I love it so much, but it's really, um, I mean, I want to do a whole episode on like the Gemini nodes and, and Scorpio because that's what I'm following. If there's one part of astrology that I'm really tuned into, it's the nodes, which of mm-hmm. course are like always, but that's what, that is our collective karmic energy. And so that's really been like sort of like moving this energy around and it sort of like steers the ship. I always see if that makes sense. And we have a nodal shift coming in November, December. And so, excuse me. Okay. Acknowledging that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just into microphone. Right. Um, oh, maybe. Okay. So that's probably what I'm picking up on then. Cause I'm like moving into Scorpio and Taurus. And Mm. so, the energy right now has been of focusing less on this global perspective, because if we tune into that, like what's happening in Afghanistan and all the other countries, it is overwhelming and seeing it not as a global 
perspective, but like looking at it as a, in a localized small community, more Gemini way of like, this is what's right for myself and my community and my family unit. Um, and not applying these like broad strokes across the planet because that doesn't, Mm -hmm. we all have different genetics and DNA and cultural backgrounds and upbringings. And so it really doesn't work to do that, you know? So um, it's fascinating, but I don't know how I went from there, from like missing you to uh, <laughs> Arlo. <laughs> I know. Arlo's like, I'm just in a normal life. I know. I know. And I, the kids go back to school. I think it's so lame. They go back on um, the Friday before Labor Day weekend, like, you know, the Friday of Labor Day weekend. And then they're off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and they go back for their second day of school that Tuesday. And I'm like, and I was like, kids, do you really want to go on your first day of school? Can we just start the second day when we come back on Tuesday? Because that's the kind of mom I am. Anyway, um, and Charlie was like, no, I want to go to my first day of school. I'm like, fine. Half day? Oh my God. <laughs> because I really would like to you know, get out of here and go to the desert. I didn't get to go this week because I'm preparing for my – what is it? Um, oral surgery. surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 which will be fun. We have a, I'll have an ice pack. You guys, I'll have an ice pack on my head for four days, they say. Oh, God, for baby. I know. I'm doing lots of um, healing energy around uh, like the nerves um, because apparently I have a – I have a. Um, if we want to get into the dental talk, if we want to get into my past life of the dental field, I have a, a 12-year molar that has been um, – which is if you think about like – Think about this. I have a 12-year molar that is impacted. So it's never seen the light of day my whole life. Right before I leave for Greece, it decides it's going to make an appearance and then it has the nerves wrapped around the roots. So from what I understand, what what Candace had mentioned was that Uranus represents the nerves. Saturn um, represents the bones, I believe. Bones, yeah, right? uh-huh. yeah, 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 and then um, the teeth, like molars, represents like ancient and past yeah. lives, ancestry too, ancestry. Mm-hmm. And in my chart, I'm getting activated with those planets. It's insane. And when I was leaving for Greece, I was having like hard angles to those, which this is that fascinates me all myself. I'm like, oh gosh, I was actually well, like clearly I mean, moving through something. Too is like Uranus and Saturn have been squeezing each other for the last year mm-hmm. that theme for 2021 is those two planets saturn which is structure the dad planet teeth and bones mm-hmm. uranus which like you said is nerves it's fiery it's warlike are squeezing each other yeah and so They're apparently yeah <laughs> so apparently my nerves are choking my impacted 12 year molar and this oral surgeon's like i'm not gonna lie this is not an easy surgery i'm like i know this is why i have I've postponed it for t- seven years because they said, do not do it until you absolutely have to. And so guess what? Mommy's doing it on Friday. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be looking real cute with a little ice pack on my head for four days and yeah. everybody send me uh, lots of prayers and all that he- and healing energy because apparently it's pretty close to the nerves. So we'll see what happens. But um, but yeah, and so – but I wanted to spend that last um, – the last week um, in the desert and in a big bear. So if we do that, you'll have to come hang out with us. Oh my God, yes. When is that? Um, I think we're going to try to go – well, my surgery's on Friday. I was like, should we go on Saturday? And then my intuition said, no, nope, you might need to wait two days. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I'm thinking like the following week. So next week, you know, and just kind of, I mean, I haven't been to the desert house. Paul's there now. He sent me a picture of him um, sunbathing in the nude. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. <laughs> I was like, um, do you think the neighbors are going to be able to see you? He's like, no, they're like far away. I'm like cracking up laughing. I'm like, you're hilarious. So he's living his best life, but he's he is feeling the energy of the desert. He's like, I haven't been here in a while and it is pumping some interesting energy right now. He feels it in his entire body and he's on a three-day water fast. Oh my God. Yeah. This man is incredible. Yeah. I don't know how he does that. I don't either. I've been doing intermittent fasting and I don't eat from – like seven thirty to one, and I by one o'clock, I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he does that too. He doesn't. I think he he stops eating at like seven, and he doesn't eat till noon or something. And but but every every couple months he does a water fast. Yeah, and I don't know how he does it because he'll be sitting around everybody while they're eating, and I'd be like so hangry and bitchy. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and he's like. No, but he was struggling a bit yesterday. He said he when he got to the desert, he's like he never takes a nap. Like Allie, you know this this guy does not sit down, oh. ever. No, and he was like, "Ooh, I got here," and he's like, "I had to take a nap because I I'm, I'm detoxing quite a bit from this fast." And so, and he slept in this morning. Um, so it's good. It's good that he's alone in the desert while he's on this fast. Yeah, <laughs> while he's purging his system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's okay, good. You do this a part. Yeah, because I would have to be alone if I was doing a water fast, and I don't even think I can. I, I, I could. I know I could do a day, but three yeah. days. Oof. Yeah, it's, I have a friend that does it every week. He does a fast. Um, oh, three days a week for three days in a row, every single week. Dang. A water fast. I'm like, that's that's a lot. I, I know, just, but you know what? Kudos to you. I know. God bless you. I know. God bless you. Well, you guys, I'm so glad we got to finally record. We we tried recording when we were in Greece, and I don't even know how that turned out because we just like came back and we were got back to our lives and all that stuff. So we'll have to listen back to that to see if it even if it even because I had really really dodgy internet service. So and I think we couldn't even find it in our recording list. So maybe it just wasn't meant to be at that time. I know. I don't. I don't. I, uh... Good question. It's somewhere in the ethos, like yeah. But um, I can't wait to share more about my my journey through Greece, and um, I'll probably have to do that on a solo episode because I want to. I want to talk about my teeth that I found in the ocean. <laughs> my coral teeth. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my yeah. god, uh, not my real teeth, you guys. But there was like these teeth that looked that they were coral or something, and looked exactly like molars. On the when you know I had just left the oral surgeon and landed in Greece, and I literally found these like coral things that look like molars and bicuspids. It was so weird. I brought them home with me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Again, I feel I I was getting so many downloads around past lives and stuff there that I was closing chapters and changing timelines, which is such a trip. But I'm still still processing, um, yeah, and integrating that whole experience. So. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so glad we got to do this and I love you. I miss you. You guys, thank you um, so much for joining us. We've missed you so much and um, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review 
share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode, please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.